0: Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and today we talk about Homeschooling Appreciation Week, the impact of putting your kids back in public school, and if it's okay to skip English. Before we start, we want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for all their support of the Smiling Homeschooler. They're an amazing math curriculum, and we believe they help more homeschoolers smile. So go check them out at teachingtextbooks.com. Also, we just want to say thank you to Homeschooling Today magazine for their support. They're an amazing source of regular homeschooling encouragement. If you aren't already, you should go subscribe to their magazine over at homeschoolingtoday.com. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson.
1: Hey, we are ready to go. It is a beautiful day up here in the neighborhood up in uh, northern Indiana. Uh, The weather is just beautiful. It feels like you know we had that kind of early summer or because it didn't feel like spring it felt like early summer um right around Easter and then it dropped back down and it's just kind of slowly made its way back up the weather is just beautiful the today was sunny and warm and uh ever we ended up over at Ben and Rissa's uh, out on their back deck and Ben being the better father than I am was out what is today the may the the ninth as we record this um he was out in his trampoline with a sprinkler underneath it um and he was with his kids and i stayed on the fringes was...
0: though so i didn't get very wet so <laughs>
1: uh so yeah, it it's crazy like but you got to take the early. six sunny
0: days <laughs> a year we get you know you gotta enjoy them so that's uh, right it sometimes feels uh, like so, you know but we're and,
1: enjoying that and it and it feels like it's getting towards the end of uh, the school year, and um, and today or this whole week is National Teacher Appreciation Day. And of course, every mom listening is a homeschool mom, is a teacher. So um, I, we want you to feel appreciated. And I know we we probably talk about this every year, but um, you know the thing about being a mom is that no one appreciates you. Uh, in fact, I saw a book on my wife's bed and I think this is probably butchering the title, but I think it's The Invisible Woman or The Invisible Wife or something like that. Um, Because I know sometimes you just feel invisible. Uh, I remember one of the, uh, I'm not sure who the author was, but she wrote a book maybe in that same vein. And uh, I remember her starting it, saying that she was with one of her children and they say oh you brought your who'd you bring with you and they said nobody (laughs) and the mother said i'm nobody you know and because you give them your best you give them all these day after day after day uh where you drag your carcass out of bed and you (laughs) could be doing anything you wanted (laughs) but no you homeschool your children and you teach kids who don't have seemingly have no brains in their head and they can't figure out that you're supposed to put a period at the end of a sentence or they just can't i can remember the frustration of debbie i'd hear them reading and you know the simple like things they've been practicing forever and i'd hear them try to sound out was you know like wass was, was. <laughs> and it's like it's was, you know, you've seen it 10 million times. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, but one day, one day, um, I don't know if they'll ever rise up and call you blessed um, or they'll ever appreciate you, but they do appreciate you. Yeah. And I know, and maybe Ben, uh, maybe from your perspective, being a schooled kid, uh, you know, how do you appreciate that now? I mean, maybe you don't say anything, but do you appreciate it?
0: Oh, of course. And I mean, we've talked about it, but uh, I think it makes a huge impact. And I see that every day. And especially as your kids start having kids, uh, it starts becoming a lot more obvious what your parents are doing. Uh, You know, unfortunately, we all just have this ability to think we know. And, you know, when someone else is going through something and and you haven't been, it's easy to just think you have a clue or you've got it the hardest until you're there but uh i'm so thankful i mean i feel like i was equipped in so many different ways and like uh, what
1: what 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 maybe what particular ways uh because i know the moms always want but what are that i mean and i didn't give you any warning that we were going to say this uh but like what ways would you say i mean if somebody was asking you uh what did you appreciate about being homeschooled
0: right I mean, I appreciated obviously the most is the flexibility and the ability to just think of my childhood not from just school and um, uh, academics purely. I just, when I think back to my, you know, growing up, it, it was so much flexibility with being able to play with my brothers and, Uh, pursue things that we were into and homeschooling was there and present through all of it but it wasn't just like this all-encompassing we're just sitting there plugging away at you know um, books all day long every day I mean obviously there was the hard stuff and I remember that too Uh, you know but uh, you don't really that doesn't have any negative impact. Now the, the days that were hard, I don't really ever think, you know, like, Oh man, that was just, that was so terrible. The days that we were, you know, arguing because of math or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then obviously like later in life, I think it just made it, uh, so I was, I feel like it, it equipped me to be able to interact with, um, all ages and especially older adults, you know, when I was younger, especially, um, without, issue and i think that was really really beneficial because you know i got to interact with um you know all sorts of different people not just my own age group and then obviously we had a little bit unique because we did the, the homeschooling conventions which i i realized not everyone gets to do but even that though we wouldn't have been able to do without homeschooling i mean literally that was my whole life has been built around homeschooling and uh and then obviously also like i just love the the fact that um I think just that love of learning, I think was established because of homeschooling. I don't think I would care nearly as much if I was in, had been public school. Cause I think I would have been, you know, do the tests, hang out with friends. And, uh, that's the extent of I think what I would have done. Uh, but you know, because of being able to pursue my interest in castles and, battles and you know whatever else i think that really just uh ballooned into loving reading and wanting to learn more and more always so um and you and you even
1: said i mean you kind of hinted at it right then uh but you said earlier this i think it was last week um you know and really it kind of kept being homeschooled it kept uh it didn't feed maybe your desire right um to be one of those cool kids, yeah. who is Surrounded by you. what do you mean by that? I
0: just, you know, the the, and the fortune thing is obviously friends are extremely important. And I think that's you know there's a ton of benefit and you need friends in your life, but at the same time they have some of the most power over you. Um, you know, of anyone else in your life. So, uh, especially as a kid, you know, you're so susceptible to outside influence and to peer pressure and wanting to fit in. And it's just a really, really just, it just, that's what happens, you know, and we're going to talk about it here in a little bit, but the impact that someone can have on you is massive. And I know that I would have wanted to be, um, liked, I wouldn't have wanted to be a nerd or someone who was not, you know, uh, not, I wouldn't necessarily need every person's approval, but I wouldn't have wanted to be like a total outsider. And I just feel like, you know, that desire to wear cool clothes or look a certain way or whatever would totally have been, um, a major thing for me. And I think that would be the case for some of my other siblings too. So it's not that, you know, Oh, we were kept from being sinful. And so that, you know, but it's just like, You know if you if you know you have an addiction don't feed the addiction you know and and it's not to that extreme but it's just that is something to i think one of the biggest things to consider is the impact that other people other kids will have on your child if you put them in, in in public school so again i'm really thankful for that you know that i had lots of friends lots of interactions but it was a little bit more limited and i didn't uh it didn't um consume me if that makes sense but so, mm-hmm. I'm so thankful for that cuz who knows what would have happened. But um
1: exactly. And really, I know there are lots of moms saying, "Well, I hope my kid says that says that one day." You know, really if your ki- if you're if you're smiling now as you homeschool, not every day, not every minute, you know, and your kids have some smiling time, not every day, not every minute, they're going to say the same things. Um the ones who don't are the ones who sometimes school becomes all of life you know that you feel all the pressure that you have to you have to achieve you have to work harder than anybody else and you're doing it on the weekends you're doing it during vacation you're doing it you know every time you're in the car um sometimes that turns out the way you don't want it to turn out so mom Go ahead. Ben no, I mean, that's just
0: like human nature. I mean, it's like, do you look at things fondly when you feel burnt out? It's like, you know, if you are burning yourself out for months or years, you know, whether it was in a job or, you know, whatever else it is, that's not going to make you go like, oh, good times. I loved when I just like was stressed out of my mind or felt so much pressure or whatever else it is. And I, I I don't know, to be honest, and I'm not, you know, not trying to throw shade, but most of the people I know in my you know friends group that ended up either not turning out the way that their parents would have hoped or um, hating it were not usually the ones who were more relaxed. it was usually the ones who were extremely extremely intentional and um, high achieving rigid. and rigid and that, those were often the ones that um, had a bad experience to be honest so just be careful so uh balancing right right.
1: and you know and some of some of us are bent that way yeah that doesn't mean you're a victim to that you still have to enjoy your children you still have to be able to say no sometimes i know my dad he'd say i mean he was great at training his kids of telling telling them telling us when it was time to stop I can remember saying, Dad, I'm just afraid that, you know, if I do this family man thing, it'll be too busy and I'll be working all the time. And he goes, Well, just don't. And I'm like, Yeah, but I might be busy and I'm writing these. He goes, yeah, Well, you just don't. And I'm like, Are you listening to me? <laughs> you know? And to him, it was that simple. Same thing about moms who feel like they are rigid and they want to accomplish a lot. Sometimes you just have to say, Well, today, you know, tomorrow, which is Wednesday, maybe as you're listening to this or. Tomorrow, I'm going to take the afternoon off. Or tomorrow, we're going to take the whole day off. Or this coming Friday, we're not going to do any school. You just have to do it and stick to it and smile through it, even if it feels weird. But um, we're going to use that kind of as a turning, uh, uh, maybe a turning point. One of the conversations that I had in this this past weekend, um, I was at a convention in South Bend, Indiana. It was a great convention, great convention. But I was t- a mom came up to me. And we were just talking, and she was saying, um, she said, my kids were in school. My kids, I homeschooled my kids, and we put them back in, and I'm going to pull them back out again. And she was kind of laughing, and she goes, oh, it was just so crazy, and it was just so terrible, you know, because I just felt like I could not do it anymore. I felt like I was going to go insane. And so she said, I put my kids into public school. And then she said this, and this is what we're talking about right now. And she said emphatically to me, she said, and I ruined my children's lives. And she said it about two or three times. And, and she said it just like I just said it to you. And I ruined my children's lives. And then she kind of listed some of those things. She said, you know, my kids were, my kids loved homeschooling. They loved being at home. I just thought I couldn't do it. And so I put them in and I ruined my children's lives. And then she went on to say, she goes, my 10 year old, after about three weeks of being in school, came to me and said, I just want to die. And she and as she's telling me, she's getting choked up now, she goes, and it just broke my heart, you know, that my 10 year old would feel that way. She went on to say that one of their neighbor kids who was in the same school, 12 years old, took their own life. And then she went on to say about her oldest son. I think he was about he was getting ready to graduate. In fact, he probably graduated in this coming week. Uh, And she said, my son, my oldest son, he loved God. He was vocal about God. He was witnessing to others. He was the best kid ever. And as soon as he started going to school, she said again, she said I ruined my child's life, she said he started closing up because now he's being teased for being the different kid for talking about God. He got jumped by some kid in school. And then she she said and, and now she can barely talk. And she's saying, you know, it changed who he was. She finally said now he's graduating like this weekend, which or this, which is probably done now. And she said, and he's going to be a dad in just a couple months. And she was just heartbroken. And then she said this. She said, you know, she said, "Uh, I'm hoping my husband will do the homeschooling. Now, she said, we're going to pull him out, she said, because we're not going to leave him in there and we can do a better job. My kids need to be back at home. And she said, I want my husband to do it because she goes, I'm going to freak out. I know it. But she said, even if he doesn't, I'm going to homeschool my kids because she saw the value of it. Mm -hmm. And uh moms i'll tell you i had more than one conversation like that i had another conversation not as strong but they use some of those same words you know i put my kids in school and i ruin their lives um, i'm not saying if you put your kids in school you will ruin their lives but i am saying there are many moms who've told me they put their kids in school and ruin their lives and uh, you can see the heartbreak and you know, if they had to do it over, they, they, they wouldn't. And and they even said, you know, uh, we learned a lot by doing it. Um, and it's going to motivate us to keep them, keep them home. Um, but I'm going to just warn you and maybe help you to avoid some heartache. Um, you may think that you can't do it. You may think your kids would be better off if they weren't being homeschooled, but I think you're, you're kidding yourself. Because they wouldn't be better off in public school. Yeah. They'd be worse off.
0: I mean it's just it honestly it's just that's it's one of the saddest things there is to me. And I'm not blaming the mom, you know, for this. I mean it I mean it is that but I know, I know. Rissa's felt like this, you know. There's days where it's just like I feel like I'm going to go crazy. I'm ruining my kids because I'm, you know, I'm yelling at them or whatever. Like you're not. You're you. What you are doing at home with your children is an amazing, amazing, amazing thing. Obviously, you mess up, and you're you're gonna. There's gonna be rough days, but there's nothing you can do better than being home with your children and parenting them every day. Like. That is the greatest gift you could do to your children. Uh, you can't provide them salvation. That's God. So the second best thing they can have in their life is a mom loving them every day, despite the feeling that she literally is going to go insane. And I'm not just joking about that. Like I get like you literally feel like you might go crazy because of that. But like, thank you, you know, as a kid who was there, who was homeschooled. Thank you. I thank my mom for going through that anxiety and stress and crazy in, in mindness you know doing that for me and i it is worth it for, and you're you are doing an amazing thing for your kids so and never i would even that. say
1: i mean not only are you you may feel insane and you think what are my kids learning you know they'd be better off somewhere else part of the homeschool lesson is teaching your kids right. so that when they go through those insane times That they've learned something from you, you know, because you do ask forgiveness and you know it's valuable and you're teaching them the value of family and that you don't give up. And 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 again, that mom, like Ben said, you know, she didn't she didn't know that's how it was going to turn out. So, you know, we're not blaming her, you know, uh, but I'm letting it be a warning to you, to you. You know, uh, we had another question that uh, I just got, and I thought it was a good question, you know, kind of along the same lines, not about putting them in, but uh, again, how sometimes we've made homeschooling just too stinking hard, um, and we doubt ourselves. But before we do that, Ben, why don't we do a commercial?
0: Yeah. All right, well, real quick, we just want to say thank you to Teaching textbooks folks for making The smiling Homeschooler possible. Um, our family started using them. Um, I don't know. It was probably like 12 years ago at this point, um, when we've never looked back. They just keep getting better and better. It's super fun. It's engaging. uh, It's interactive. I I learned better uh, during math using it. It's very independent. So you know, it's one of those times of days that. Uh, you can maybe have your older kids especially start working on, you know, teaching textbooks and you don't have to be there every second of every moment um, teaching them. So it's a really an amazing uh, curriculum. Obviously, they uh, they have all age groups. I mean, basic from not quite from the beginning, but really close. Um, you can go check out a free trial at teachingtextbooks.com, and they're essentially every homeschooling convention, not quite, but any major homeschooling convention, they're going to be there. They were at this w- small yeah, one. I was see, in, that's literally in everyone. They there. Essentially. So they're, they're, they're everywhere. So, uh, if two shall gather in their name, they will be there. So uh, <laughs> uh, just about, but uh, no, okay. they're an amazing company and we really appreciate their support. So go check them out and support them.
1: And I also want to thank Homeschooling Today Magazine for being a part of this. Um, you can find them at homeschoolingtoday.com. And I was just looking at their—you know—we've talked about their magazine, but they also have some great resources as well. Um, they have a great blog with hundreds of articles. Um, I was just looking at—here's just a few: um, Feeling unmotivated? The secret to getting excited about homeschooling. Homeschool burnout? What you need to know about rest learning styles, the most useful tool in your teacher's toolbox, what you need to do when homeschool reality strikes, uh, what you need to know about self-care as a homeschooling mom. You know, all those, I mean, just such great articles. They're not going to encourage you necessarily to work harder, you know, do more. Uh, In fact, they may encourage you to do a little bit less and to enjoy more and really to homeschool boldly. Um, So check out their magazine, check out their blog, their store, lots of great resources at homeschoolingtoday.com. Yeah. Okay, Um, well, well, let's just close with this last question, Ben. Um, A a mom uh, wrote it and it was just a great question. And she said, uh, your homeschool encouragement is always a breath of fresh air, thank you. I was just thinking about this topic. My daughter is very is a very talented uh, violinist, but her understanding of grammar is not the best. She's a good writer though. She has learned the rules of grammar uh, through lots of reading and speaking. She is only going into the middle of her sixth grade year. I can't just ignore English altogether. Any tips uh, you know and so I wrote you can't, her back huh? <laughs> yeah that's that's what I basically said. Are you kidding me? Of course you can just ignore English altogether. Um, for one, you know, you've already said she's a good writer. And she's learned the rules of grammar through lots of reading and speaking. And by that she means she doesn't talk like a hillbilly or Yoda, you know, who no puts their words. are from the
0: south. You have beautiful accent. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or if you're from the planet of Dagobah, yeah. uh, that's okay, too. You know, afraid you are of him said i you know um you know and and what she's saying is that as she writes it sounds intelligent it sounds uh legible you know i I don't think legible is the right word legibles i think you can read it um but you know it sounds articulate um she speaks and she knows how to speak honestly that's good enough i am i
0: am just like
1: floored and flabbergasted when these moms of sixth graders and even high schoolers say, you know, I, don't, I just want my children to know their grammar, um, the parts of speech. And honestly, I can't figure out why, um, because they're never going to be tested on that. You know, to get into college, if your child wants to go to college on the SAT, uh, ACT, they don't have to identify parts of parts of speech. You know, they don't have to say, "Oh, that's an incorrect sentence because it it ended with a, a prepositional phrase." Um, now, I that's about the only thing I know is that you're not supposed to end with a prepositional phrase. But you know, those are things that can be learned so easy if you're a writer, or you know, people editors can do that for you. But if if you have all the time in the world and you want your kid to know what a uh, participle is so that they can pass a test so they can you know cross up the letter a because that's the right answer for what a participle is then go for it but if you don't if you're fighting your kids on that you don't have all the time in the world you can't figure out why a person needs to know all those different parts of speech then don't do them um again you know the they're just things i was telling my wife just the last week You know, a thinking person, if somebody asked you, do you think you need to know this? You would go, no. And I'm not just talking about grammar. I'm talking about some of those other topics as well. No, we don't need to know it. I don't know why I would teach it, but somehow we get convinced by somebody else, by experts to do it. And I think it's time to just say, and you've heard us say it before, um, there are more important things to teach. I think uh, for your daughter, you're doing an awesome job. If she can read, she can write and she can do those things and she can play the violin. Hey, if grammar isn't her thing and it's causing a lot of tears, I would have no problem dropping it. Um, we could have my wife on the show right now and she would probably say that Ben learned very little grammar. Um, you know, we did those mindless little grammar things where they said a verb and one, one of the signs it ends in I-N-G, you know? Can you circle the word? And so you go swimming and you circle it and you know that's a verb uh, or whatever. You know, we did some of that, but very little. Um, it's, and your it's, daughter's going to be okay.
0: It's weird to me because like obviously I get like you do want your child to be able to write something. You know, I do think that is relatively important in life is, you know, if you're putting together an email or a letter, just you know, for a resume or whatever to be able to not sound like. You know to be able to communicate that being said i feel like grammar in of itself would be like if her daughter only knew spent all her time studying music was just notes and learning not even touching an instrument but only knowing chords and understanding the like the music theory but never ever interacting with any instruments or singing or anything it's like what's the point of knowing that if you're never going to interact with or use it but it's like, but if you can play a violin incredibly well, then who cares if you know music, deep music theory or things like that? Because it's just like you're gifted at, you know, you've learned how to play an instrument. Obviously, those go hand in hand. You can combine those if you if you want to and get even to a deeper level. But, you know, so it's like if your daughter's writing, that should be the goal of right grammar is to be able to write. So if you're, she's already writing well, which you've said, then... I mean, clearly she knows enough to communicate. She, you know, so it's like, what's the purpose of just knowing those things for the sake of knowing it if you already have the end goal, you know? So, um, I don't know. To me, it's like
1: that was amazingly said, Ben. <laughs> I thought that was, that was. I wish I recorded that. Now, I guess we do. We'll have a it be
0: on the podcast, but uh, <laughs> so is, I don't know. That but is that's so just so like
1: true. That is so true. In fact, we should let Ben just finish out this show. Um, go ahead, Ben. <laughs>
0: no i'm just gonna say yeah so that so because i get that that obviously you're like so what do i do but a sixth grade i mean she's 12 you know if you ever want to do more maybe try it again in a year or whatever but you know again she's communicating but if you that's don't that's the goal that's okay so, too it's okay if you ever
1: want to revisit that little subject again yep. just don't and feel confident that you've prepared your daughter for playing beautiful writing you know just like the music thing i think that was a great analogy well hey we're out of time um and you know uh, again there are other things like that there are other i talked to so many moms just this past week who in their heart of hearts feel like something is not right they'll say i feel like i don't need to do this you know or i feel like i do need to do that but they're saying maybe i don't or maybe i do and i'm like go with your heart go with your gut you know uh we talked to a uh a uh, an amish lady who was just starting to homeschool and she was you know she couldn't look up anything on the. i can talk about her because she won't ever listen to this podcast um but she didn't have the internet access she didn't have an email she didn't have anything online so she couldn't go through all these resources so she picks up a catalog this is you know half as thick as a telephone book and my wife's trying to show her all these things and it's overwhelming her and like And she said, well, my daughter was in, you know, in their Amish school. And she said, would it be okay if we just use the curriculum that they were using? Could we just keep doing that? Because she already kind of knows it. And my wife's like, perfect. That's all you need to do. Just keep doing what you think is best. And it was like a ton of weight off this lady's shoulders. Um, And and, you know, uh, you can do the same thing, mom. But uh, like I said, we're out of time. Uh, I hope you feel appreciated. And even if you aren't, one day you will be appreciated. Um, I know your kids may not say it, but you have done well, Mom. Keep, Keep doing what you're doing. Keep your kids at home. Don't forget you know what's best for your kids. You know what's best for your homeschool. God's made you smart enough to figure that all out. And of course, don't forget to smile.
0: Thanks for listening to another week of the Smiling Homeschooler podcast. Again, don't forget to leave a review if you enjoy our show in whatever podcast app you use. We'd really appreciate it. We also want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for making The Smiling Homeschooler possible. Go support them and tell them thank you for supporting The Smiling Homeschooler. Have a great week and don't forget to smile.